0: It is the fifth day of March and it is Sunday. So glad you're here with me this morning. I hope this day brings so much joy and excitement. I pray that the joy of the Lord would just push out any anxiety or depression or anything that the enemy is trying to wear down on you today. May you smile and may God shine his love and his peace and rain upon you today. I pray that whatever is allowing you not to hear his voice, I pray that it would just be removed. I pray all distractions would be replaced with his peace and the quietness so you're able to clearly hear what God wants to speak to you today. Throughout this day, From this very moment to the very moment you put your head down to go to bed tonight. And even though that happens, I pray that God would speak through dreams to you and show you his love. Today we are continuing in the New Testament. We've spoken about the Gospels and now we are at the book of Acts. Now, we look at Acts and we see that Christ, his work is not done, even though he ascended into heaven. Well, at the conclusion of Luke's gospel, we, we see this, we see the ascension. But in Acts, Luke writes of Jesus' continued work as he reigns in heaven. Now, Acts begins with the Holy Spirit coming down upon Christ's apostles, filling them with the very presence of God. Now, this phenomenon fulfills God's ancient promises to send His Spirit and to empower His people and to bring salvation to the ends of the earth. As we'll see through the accounts of Acts, adversity abounds. But rather than hindering God's mission, opposition and suffering seems to fuel it. After being filled with the Spirit, the apostles are equipped with the ability to speak in the multi-ethnic population of Jerusalem in all their native languages. And they begin proclaiming what God has done through the resurrected Christ and they. Exhort hearers to repent and to be saved. Now the apostles perform miracles and they see healings taking place. And thousands of Jews put their faith in Christ as their Savior. Now these believers form a unique community committed to worshiping God. Meeting one another's needs and shining as a light to the community around them. Now, as this movement grows, many of the Jewish religious leaders become threatened, and they begin persecuting Christians violently. Now, this, however, does not deter Christ's followers. They continue teaching and proclaiming the resurrected Christ, even as they are being imprisoned and violently tortured. The Christians are eventually driven out of Jerusalem. But rather than slowing down God's mission, this movement advances. Followers of Christ come bringing the good news of Jesus and his kingdom to non-Jews all over Judea and Samaria. Now as Jesus' Jesus' community continues to expand, God confronts a Jewish religious leader and a very well-known persecutor of Christians named Saul. Now, a few weeks ago, we talked about Saul, and we all know that on the road to Damascus, he had an encounter with God. Saul converts and puts his faith in Christ. Saul changes his name to Paul and becomes a passionate advocate for the gospel. Paul follows the lead of the Spirit and preaches along an international missionary journey during which he faces a lot of pushback. He was arrested and he was imprisoned many times because of his message. Again, this does not dampen God's mission at all. The gospel message gains credibility and as Paul continues to joyfully share about Jesus, even in his suffering. Paul even uses his time in prison to compose letters to the church families. And these letters that now make up many of the books of the New Testament. Now Acts, it ends with Paul under house arrest in Rome where he hosts a meeting and boldly teaches about Jesus in one of the most prominent cities of the time. Opposition and suffering have not hindered God's mission of salvation, but rather than it actually propelled it on. Through hostility, resistance, persecution, and difficult barriers of the geography, and culture, God spreads his good news through the world. Now, those who follow Christ today are invited into this very mission that we're talking about here in Acts. God calls his family of believers to bring his salvation to the ends of the earth. Simply put, this means sharing with others. As we read, it says, Jesus came to us as God in the flesh. He lived a life of perfect obedience to God. He died a sacrificial death to pay the debt we owe to God for disobeying his commands. He rose from the dead and ascended into heaven where he now reigns. One day, Christ will return and judge the world He will remove all sin and restore the cosmos to the state of peace, prosperity, and flourishing those who repent and receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior and forgive, given of their sin, and credited with Christ's perfect life, that they might be in a relationship with God and experience His restoration in lives. As Christ's return, they will participate in his eternal rule and enjoy his forgiveness forever. As we see in Acts, rejection and conflict is to be expected when we share the gospel. And as you face opposition, remember that God's mission isn't thwarted by it. Adversity—it It is the very ground God's work thrives on. God's power is magnified in struggle. Let me say this one more time. God's power is magnified in this struggle. Today, I want you to take a moment to ask God to give you strength and perseverance as you share the good news of what Jesus has done in your life with someone this week. It's simple, but we make it complicated. Sharing God's love with someone around us is extremely simple, but we get in the way because we're so concerned of what people might think. But the moment we get over that, the moment you don't care, is the moment you don't think before you act and you go and share the love of God with someone. You just do it. And then your mind catches up and you're like, what am I doing? But it's already too late because you're already loving and sharing the love of God. And it really doesn't matter what anyone thinks. It's all about pleasing God. It's all about sharing the love of God. It is all about telling someone about the hope that they could experience, the love that they could have and the salvation that is right before them but all they have to do is confess their sins and ask Christ into their life. That's it. That's what we're called to do. That is what we were made for is to worship him and to share that with others that are lost. So I just pray that today would be the first day of you just not worrying or being concerned about what people think, but that you'd get your loved ones, not only to the church, but in a relationship with God, to see them, with their mouths confess Christ as Lord, that is what makes God so happy. And the angels sing each and every time someone comes to Christ. Love you guys. I hope you pray that y'all have an amazing Sunday. Enjoy it with your families. Enjoy it with people that you love. And just know this, God is crazy and loves you so much. Spend some time with him today. This has been your Daily Dip.